Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. Yes, hello. My voice got weirdly. You got well, you have a new bookshelf over there. No, I, I had my salmon. I had my Sandman voice on. I have to uh, be very deep yes. about everything, and it's probably digitally altered later. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's probably digitally altered Oh, I later. think so, too. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm a I'm a deep emo boy. I also sound like I'm Bobby Boris Pickett doing the monster mash. I'm doing that voice. You do. Smash, smash, good. It was a mash. It was a Sandman mash. The monster mash. <clears throat> okay, losing my voice here. Hey, what are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. All kinds of stuff. We got the news of the week. Yes. As we do every week. And then we got sports reports. Ooh, some weird comics facts. Oh, I like weird. Uh, they, hey, this is a, if there was a week to have weird comics facts, this might be one of them. Actually, this is the most straightforward one ever. I feel like you say that every week now after no, the first it, few. You were like, eh, this might not be, and then it certainly is. No, this one's just kind of straightforward. It's like, oh, that's a neat little ditty. Yes. Maybe I said sports reports. I don't remember. And your questions. That's what's going on this week. It's a goodie. I also like the news. I like everything we got going mm-hmm. on. Yes. <laughs> You haven't. You have no idea what we're doing. No, I have no clue. That's not atypical for <laughs> like me. Like I'm here week. for the ride, baby. Woo! Hey, by the way, welcome to the new day for the show. We're back on the original day, the old new day, the new old day. What would you call that? I don't know. Am I editing this tonight? We'll see. That's the real question. He did that mash. It was a monster killing people in a diner. Yes. Are you up to that yet? Yes, I got through episode five. <laughs> uh, to be, fair, I don't remember where we stand. The world's uh, strangest diner. We will be uh, reviewing the Sandman this week, but I have watched seven episodes. Jared's w- watched five, yes. so you know you'll get that much coverage. Yeah, but no. So I mean, well, look, it's hard to yeah. watch a million things all at once. It's tiring. There's there's just not enough time of the day. Mm. But yeah, there's another bookshelf over there. I gotta build another one. I don't got enough room. Yeah, where did all the movies go? Well, I uh, m- was moving them to the other to the unfinished side of the base and it was going real slow so i thought i'll get the dolly oh okay it's made of particle board oh did that not go well oh my god no um, oh no do you take off your headphones yeah you can give an update of how well it went no no to the other side other side of the basement pieces of particle board everywhere no unfinished side wrong side of the basement open that door oh that well huh <laughs> yes wow. th- that well spoiler alert it didn't go that well. <laughs> no. I was like, oh, this will be a time saver. Yes. It was not. Yeah, I, I'm reorganizing everything, and I I, I uh, put together a new shelf, and now I need to put together another shelf, because there's not enough room. And then I had to buy a, a shitty particle board shelf, which is less homemade, but for the movies, because uh, that uh, that yeah. shelf is dead. Uh, it's cl- the, the shelves part are fine. Like, the... the the latitude ones, the latitude pieces. You ever see that Monty fine. Python skit with a dead parrot? It's like, the, it yeah. is deceased. It is no more. Yeah, that's kind of how the uh, the old Blu-ray shelf is going. Slash DVDs. Those are the uh, old formats we exist in, but whatever. All right, we're going to move on from there to the news. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Pennyworth, a show that's been on some service i don't get and don't care about yes all about alfred yes it's coming to hbo max now for its third season all right i've never seen it apparently one article i was reading was like the divisive pennyworth i'm like is it i don't know will we get I've, seasons I've never of, seen it will we get seasons one and two on hbo max now so we can like 
kind of go back and and rehash that. Yes, but they have uh, retitled the show as possibly the worst title in all of history. Okay, and that have is Have you not heard this? It's hilarious. They this was so clearly like done by a committee of producers. Yeah. Are you ready for this? I am. I don't think you're ready for this. Season 3 of the show. Pennyworth: colon, The Origin of Batman's Butler. Well, that's really easy. Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Mom and Pop Pennyworth. That's what they're calling the show. That's how we... The, hey, if you want the origin of uh, Alfred Pennyworth, it's pretty simple. He born because his parents, two people who... Oh, well, you can't really say they were in love or not, but they had coitus. Unprotected coitus. How, that's his origin story. How is that the title of a show? He was born by a wonderful mother, and she birthed out... Birthed out sounds terrible. She gave birth, the gift of life... To the, Batman's... To Batman's butler. (laughs) Oh, my God. Born into a life of servitude. Ah, the stupidest title I've ever heard for a show. Good job. No, that's not true. You've heard other stupid titles, I'm sure. No, name me a stupider title. There's a lot of, like, cliche stuff, like a Requiem or a Rebirth or a Resurrection or another R title. But calling yourself Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's butler. Are we talking just any title? Any title. Oh, uh, how about Terminator Genesis with a Y? Better. Really? You're going to go better? better? Yes. Then The Origin of Batman's Butler is the worst title I've ever heard in my life. Well, maybe people don't understand that this is Batman's Butler we're talking about here. Oh, they do now. Okay. Well, I guess in that case, they're on board. All right. I'll... Like, I'm, I'm sure going to jump onto season three of a show, but n- because it says The Origin of Batman's Butler. I'm sure that if we researched oh, hard enough, Lord. you could find other really shitty t- like shitty titles for TV shows or movies. I'm sure they... Or books. I... I'm sure they exist. This is, I think this might be, the, this is, oof. what else is going on? What um, about that, what about that Ninja Turtles um, TV special? Wasn't there, what was about the Christmas one? What was that, there's just the Turtles Christmas. We wish one. you a Turtles Christmas? Yeah. I guess it doesn't suck. The show I mean, itself. it's pretty bad, but it's, yeah, not, it's not the a bad, origin of okay. Batman's butler. The title, not so much, but, oh, I was thinking too, I was reflecting on some things about the show the other day. Remember the year we did the thing, like all the thing, like the year of love, things that we love? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally dropped the ball on not doing one. At least I don't remember. Do we ever do The Princess Bride? No, I guess not. <sighs> Idiot. It's my fault. Great movie. Well, I'd say we do it, but I, re- <coughs> I refuse to do as you wish. Anywho. I know what that means when you tell me as you wish. Thank you, Zach. Thank <laughs> I, don't you. Think you, I don't think you heard the whole sentence. Inconceivable. <laughs> That's what I just heard. Carrie Ewells wrote a book about that called As You Wish. Carrie Ewells, Ewells. Always. Um, Always. What's next? Uh, in She-Hulk, we're told we're going to see the lighter side of Daredevil. And the internet was like, he needs to be dark and brooding and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I disagree. He, he's, look, he's personable. That's that's how he gets the ladies, by being personable, not by just being like, I hate everything and the world sucks and I'm blind, blah. I'm not that worried about it. Okay, then don't be worried about it. I wasn't. Yeah, it didn't, sound, it didn't sound like you were. The internet was like, oh, it's going to be like PG-13 Daredevil. But really, like, what? Look, I saw those Daredevil shows. Like, there's really nothing. There's very little in there that I would say, like, oh, Disney would back away from this. And to be fair, like, that stuff isn't around Daredevil. Like, Karen Page just, like, shooting a dude. Like, that maybe would be off the table for being dark. But for the most part, like, I don't really see that much in Daredevil that would be, like, impossible for Disney to breach. So, yeah, quit your bitching, I guess, is the point. Yeah, that's clearly the point. Oh, boy. Let's do some HBO Max stuff before we dive into The Flash. Oh, I was going to say, is there, there's Ezra Miller news, is there not? Oh, my, is there. Yes. Uh, so, show, uh, shows slash movies that seem to still be moving forward. Uh, these are, I'm, I'm going to call them likely, but not definitive. So, likely, the Green Lantern show is still continuing. 
likely the Black Canary movie is still continuing a spinoff of uh, the Birds of Prey movie. Okay. Unlikely, Titans and Doom Patrol, both HBO Max shows that seem to be on the chopping block. And, you know, I've already stated that I don't particularly like Titans. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not cancel it? Okay. Well. But not surprised with those things. And then uh, let's, Ezra Miller. Uh, it, so take this as a positive, I, I guess. Yes. Uh, Ezra Miller has entered uh, therapy for mental health issues. But this is coming off the heels of Warner Brothers Discovery saying there were kind of like three options for The Flash. Option one, Ezra Miller gets treatment and has limited press and can maybe explain some of uh, their erratic behavior. Mm -hmm. Option two, uh, they're just going to put the movie out and Ezra Miller gets no press. Or option three, they're just going to blow the whole thing up if it gets way worse. Wow. Option three would be kind of a nuclear option, would it not? Yeah, they also can't. Unlike Batgirl, they couldn't get that tax money back. I would say option three is probably off the table. Well, so Ezra Miller has entered um, treatment for mental health issues this week. Hopefully it's sincere. That's where I'm going to kind of land on it is, you know, they have had um, a tumultuous, I don't know, like 18 months ever since, like choking out that fan randomly into everything else that's happened from, I don't know, you've heard. <laughs> I assume if you're uh, listening to the show, you're aware of it, but just all the stuff that, that's been going on with them. Hopefully it's sincere. That's where I'm going to land on it. I think the number one thing is that they are seeking help. Hopefully they're getting the help that they need. I think that's the number one piece, the movie aside, the dollars aside, all of that. I think that's critical. And like, I, I agree with you. I hope that it is, I think it's kind of multi-layered. I, I, I want to say this though. I think this is an important piece to that puzzle. I don't like that now it feels like it's kind of being forced upon them because like the fate of this movie depends on, it, as opposed to the repeated cries for help that they have been throwing out there. That now when the rubber is starting to hit the road, that people are like, oh, maybe we need to get them help because it's going to help us. That's my one like qualm with it. But at the end of the day, if Ezra Miller is getting the help that they need, then excellent. And I hope it takes and I hope it works. I really, really do. Yeah. If it's earnest, I think we'll see the results based on just how much legal trouble they were in within the last you know two years. So I feel like if it's not you know something that's being worked on i don't know um i'm not gonna put myself in those shoes but i think we will get a good idea if this is sincere or not yes agreed yeah um, and it's it's not a just by the way you need to be doing this because of what we're doing it's a yeah you need help and we're gonna help provide that help to you all right here's the stupidest idea i've heard i don't know in a good long while okay that's incredible because you hang out with me once a week and I have some really <laughs> shitty ideas. Uh, we live in a world of reboots, remakes, sequels. Yes. IP, like, IP is king. Like, we just keep on recycling the same old ideas. But I I'm truly trying to think if I've heard of a stupider idea for rebooting an IP. And what is that? The Wizard of Oz. No. Not The Wiz. Not Wicked. Not Return to Oz. Not Return to Oz. Which, by the way, that movie is more terrifying than the original Wizard of Oz. I love the original Wizard of Oz. Straight up, uh, the original Wizard of Oz. And to put an asterisk on this, it is unclear if it's a remake of the original movie. And if they do remake the original movie, um, there is a rights issue with who owns the shoes. That's a different thing. We don't also if it's a re or just <coughs> an adaptation of uh, the original book. On the original book, the shoes were silver. But either way, this is one of the most beloved movies of all time, has continued on for nearly a century of popularity. Why mess with it? This is maybe the stupidest remake I've heard of. This is an awful idea. Yeah, I'm not on board with this in any way, shape, or form. 
I mean, even think about like um recently getting Sam Raimi back. You know what put him in jail? Fucking with the Wizard of Oz. Mm. That put him in director's prison for like eight years. Don't mess with the Wiz, man. Because like Mila Kunis was there and James Franco, and it was awful. I saw it in theaters. Oh, was yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like you're messing with one of the most beloved movies of all time. Don't do it. There's nothing (laughs) to be gleaned or gained from it. Everyone loves that movie. Why don't they just do an upscale of the original? Like really do a good, do a bang up job on it, and then really re-release that in theaters. No. Perfect how it is. Don't mess this up. This is a stupid ass idea. Yeah, no, I mean of all the dumb ideas. It would you know what do Casablanca next. Just you know. Play it again, Sam. Really shoot yourself in the foot. Of all the gin joints in the world, you had to walk into mine. Yeah, you're saying things. I'm not convinced you've actually seen it. I've seen most of it. Okay, there we go. Here's looking at you, kid. Yeah, great. I'm I'm so glad you're aware of the cultural uh, cultural touchstones, but yeah, don't fuck with the Wizard of Oz. What an awful idea. That's what I have to say about that. There you go. All right, we'll move on from there. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. Hey, we're talking Sandman this week, so we're going to be doing a weird fact on Sandman. Okay. I was looking into things. I'm like, what's weird about Sandman? Hilarious. Ha <laughs> ha. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Got a twofer there to smell. You did. Oh, see? Yeah. Now, yeah. Karma. It found you. Is it still recording? Yep. All right. Well, we got that going for us. All right. We're alive and well. Yes. Uh, Going into Sandman, uh, I mean, stuff happens in the series. It's going to all come around eventually. So there wasn't that much weird to find about the Sandman. I'm like, well, should I look into Neil Gaiman to get a weird Neil Gaiman fact? Mm -hmm. Well, I have a partial Neil Gaiman fact. One time he modeled a scarf for a magazine and my wife knit me that Neil Gaiman scarf. Instead of a Neil Gaiman fact, would it be a near Gaiman fact? No. Oh, come on. That was good. Oh, An online knitting magazine. online knitting magazine. Uh, so, but I did find a uh, Sandman fact that I thought was a good one to share. Okay. Sandman 19, which uh, spins out some of the Shakespeare stuff mm-hmm. that we learn in the series, if you've watched enough of it. Okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> exactly halfway. Sandman number 19 won the 1991 World Fantasy Award for Best Short Story. What's significant about this is that this was the very first comic book to win a literary award. Really? I did not know that. Neither did I until today. And I wow. Didn't, and I didn't uh, source it against other things. I just read it and went, oh, I bet that's true. So hopefully it is. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> we bring you nothing but the most accurate of facts that we think. I'm usually pretty good about yeah, that. You're not but, bad. But, yeah. But this one, I didn't bother sourcing. I just went, but that's true. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, there we go. That's weird comics facts. So from award-winning comics to mm, Super Bowls, award-winning Super Bowls. Okay, yeah, well, I mean whatever. that was you've done you've done much better. I have. I, I didn't think that went out. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the fifty. He's at the thirty. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the forty-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. All right, well, where do we start? NFL training camps are in full swing. The Patriots lost their first preseason game against the Giants. but mm, That's not good. They're well, not a good team. None of the starters played. Well, well. There you go. So there's that. Uh, this week, they're in joint practices with the, uh, I want to say it's the, oh, with the Carolina Panthers. Things went well today. There's been a lot of uh, worry about the offense, but the offense seemed to start to find a 
little touch of rhythm. Jojuan Williams is out for the season with a uh, shoulder injury, so he's placed on the injured reserve. Kind of creates a little bit of a depth issue there. The defense has been the story of all of training camp. One of the areas the Patriots needed to address was the speed and the ability of that defense. They've been relatively dominant so far during the postseason. A lot of fights today at their first joint practice with the Panthers. Emily told me about this. Oh, the fights? Yeah. There's like four or five different people ejected from practice today. So, obviously, that's going to be a point of contention going forward. Uh, the big question right now with the Patriots is who's calling the offense? Matt Patricia and Joe Judge have been splitting the play calling duties. Bill Pudgek's like, it's not a competition between the two of them. Matt Patricia says it's a collaborative effort. So we'll see. Although if you have two play callers, you really don't have one. So who knows uh, as they work through that. But uh, things making progress in the Patriots world as they work through their first set of joint practices this week with the Carolina Panthers in the confines of Gillette Stadium in the grounds. I believe next week is the Raiders. I'm just trying to remember if it's in Las Vegas or if it's in New England because uh, that would be huge because that's the return of Josh McDaniels hanging out around the Patriots after he left to become the head coach of the Raiders, who are one of the early favorites to possibly make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, them and the Bills, obviously, are a couple of the tough ones. Red Sox sweeping a series for the first time in uh, who, you know, Whomever knows when. It's been a long time since they've done that. Oh, other NFL news. Tom Brady is in the middle of a 10-day leave of absence, personal leave of absence for a non-family emergency from Buccaneers training camp. A lot of this coming out after he was prominently named in the Dolphins tampering lawsuit and tampering penalties from when they were trying to get Tom Brady. And also, um, why can't I think of the Saints former head coach name? Sean Payton, also prominently named in that. But Sean Payton currently not coaching. And Tom Brady currently not training camping. Mm. So there you go. Also, um, Kevin Durant also continuing to be a hot topic in circles around the NBA and a possible landing spot people think still might be Boston. He's uh, There were it's rumors. not going to be Boston. I, I know it's not going to be Boston. There were rumors that he's like, well, I'm going to retire if I don't get trade. And he's like, well, no, I didn't really say that. I don't mean that. Well, he, he literally said, like, shit is hilarious at this point. Oh, yes. For rumors going around about him. Mm-hmm. There's no other news. No other news? No. Uh, you're checking for news? No, I'm not checking for news. On your phone? I'm not checking for news on my phone. <laughs> hmm. He moved to the other side of the microphone. <laughs> I'm I'm adapting. Oh, you all done? I'm done for now. All right, move on from there. It's time for an Editor's Note Comics review of half or 70% of a show. Yes. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Sandman is back, baby. Or hang on, we, we do the same. Talk down here. We just have to be sad all the time. Being emo bitch. It's like, I, I, I really... I, I'm very sad and wear stupid off, wigs sometimes. Off the top of my... Like, off the top, though, I really love it. But there are times I look at him, I can't think of, like, he looks like that dude from Twilight. In the first episode, all we do is hide my penis. That's the whole episode. <laughs> it basically is the whole first episode. Like, how do we hide his dick? Also, first episode, not great. No, the first episode, I felt like we were the Sandman. We were just trapped. We were trapped oh in a God. sphere of emotion. I actually stripped down naked on my couch and curled up in a little field position like the Sandman did for the whole duration. Yeah, I, the first episode, Some, I mean, again, I have watched seven out of ten. I have not seen the whole show. Mm-hmm. Some some of the episodes uh, will combine uh, kind of one-shot comics and they'll, they'll kind of split it 50 50 like uh there's one episode like where we're introduced to death and she does her whole thing and then we get introduced to a story that we talked about the man that has bargained will never die 
and he gets real psyched about it. But that's only half the episode. Yeah. Versus the first episode is real slow because we just got to like do like, oh, he was trapped and he need he's sad because he doesn't have his things and he's very pouty. And after the first, I don't particularly like the first episode, but basically everything after that I'm on board for. Yeah. Seven into it. No, I... Again, the first episode was just like, it was a weird, poor execution of exposition. I'm like, ooh, there's Charles Dance. I love Charles Dance. One time, Roger Moore killed him in a car in a James Bond movie. Mm. It was a great time. Kicked him off a cliff. Yes. Fantastic. Don't say yes. I didn't see that one. I know you've seen all 25 now. (laughs) In order. Kicked him off that cliff. Also, clearly in in Game of Thrones and like uh, Kong versus Godzilla and bunch of other stuff i don't yeah he's been in everything but boy it was dragged out and the first episode is no fun no especially because nothing it felt like nothing happened maybe it's by design i mean one of the things that i've read in doing some research on it too is like this is as faithful an adaptation as there has been to a comic source like it, i don't know if i'd say that but it's, it's pretty close it's up there so like some of that world building happened just kind of in a i don't want to say clunky way but it was a slow way but things really do pick up. Like I think the episodes, yeah, so far two through five really have some great stuff in them. I really do enjoy the storytelling. I enjoy the world building that they're doing now that they got them out of the glass fear of nudity. It's very interesting concept stuff. I like it a lot, actually. It might be one of the best DC things going now. I don't love when he gets back to his castle. It's very like we're all standing on a green screen. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes, you are in in the uh, in the dreaming as they call it. Yeah, uh, it's very green screeny. It, it looks good, but it's just, it's not perfect. And th- they have to do a bunch of um, dodging things early in the Sandman comics. It was like kind of part of the DC universe. So there was a bunch of DC characters, and then they all just kind of go away after the first like I don't know seven yeah. issues. So this there's some um, bending over backwards to make them not happen. One of the sillier ones being like John Constantine. They're like, well, we can't get John Constantine, so we'll do Joanna Constantine. And also, apparently, that might be the correct pronunciation, but I've never heard it that way before. Oh. We'll just make her a lady. Joanna Constantine. Oh, Dr. Destiny? Well, we'll just call him John D. Fair. Lucifer is going to be is different than the Lucifer in the TV show. Well, this one, it's a lady. Yes. It's Brienne of Tarth, or whatever her name was in Star Wars. Still. What was her name in Star Wars? I can't remember. Captain Phasma. Ah, uh, yes. Got there. So going to the series, I was like, I don't know how they're going to adapt this. Like, it's kind of like ep- like almost episodic. Like, how are they going to do it? I guess the answer is they just kind of do it. It involves them getting his artifacts back. There's going into, like, different little one-offs. Like, yeah, we're just kind of mm-hmm. adapting it. It's like, oh, all right, sure, why not? I like that. I will say, though, like, it happened fast that he got his artifacts back in the series. I mean, it's like basically one issue, like, per artifact. Mm. Not entirely. The John D. stuff goes on a little bit longer, I think, if memory serves. This is something. Uh, this is something I was talking about with um, my wife. Not intentionally. I, we were watching the show, and I was like, "Oh, like this is this character, but they did a race swap on it." Like, "Oh, this is this character, but they did a race swap on it." She goes, "You keep on saying that." It's like, it's like, huh? I guess there is a a bit of that. Like they, I don't probably not where you are, but they switch out Rose for a different race, but still kind of keep her hair colorization. They switch out Death. I'm like, yeah, I. I guess I didn't really consider that this wasn't a um like a like racially different comic because I I'm kind of focused on other aspects of it within the Sandman universe. Uh, one of the things like I I am not I have not read all of Sandman. I have read uh, more than half, not including spinoffs. 
But one of the things that it does that I was shocked by, like truly shocked by, is this is one of, especially for the time that came out like in the early 90s, one of the most progressive things I have ever read about a trans character. Mm-hmm. Like reading it, it's wild. Like I, I was really taken aback by like how it's like, you know, 91, 92. And it has, you know, probably an expectation of what we might be at in a couple of years from now. It's wild like how accepting it is and how progressive it is like within like a a trans point of view with a number of characters not just one but how it's also like super white so it's like huh i I hadn't really considered that perspective Mm. i think that's one of the interesting things that this show has done a little bit is it is because again i like to watch a little bit of it but i like to see what where the where the needle is kind of like seeing where, where people are on it there's a lot of Again, not having I've only read that one little. I think it was just one ep, one yeah, issue. Yeah, we just did a one shot. A one shot, like I, which is in this show. You just haven't got there yet. No. You're like an episode away from it with the Shakespeare stuff. Uh, no, with the guy who like he's like fuck it, I, I don't want to die. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, Morpheus comes in every hundred years, and he has uh, progressively stupider wigs. Well, it happens. It's awful. The okay. wigs are awful. Well, whatever. Great story. Terrible wigs. But no, I like the wide. I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this and not be... I like the wide net that the show casts. I like the way that it's just very much open about what it is and how it treats its character relationships. I think it's very progressive, and I think it's a needed progression in TV storytelling that we don't necessarily get. Uh, What else we got going on? I mentioned the bad wigs. (laughs) Oh my god, they're so bad. In that one episode, um, he's such an emo bitch. This oh, is such an emo bitch. Oh, it's insane. Over, you're talking overall. Uh, it's worse in the episode for the issue that you've read where like, you know, where he has like a different wig every hundred years. They are awful wigs. It's a series of terrible wigs. It's just a parade of wigs you never wanted to see. They're so bad. Uh, I do like the introduction of death into this uh, world. I She's missing her tattoo, but the rest is there. Mm. I'm not. I uh, just am meeting death now. I think at the end of yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think I think you were meeting destiny or desire. You met one of them. But uh, death is. I I love death in this very much. Like in the book, like she is very friendly and compassionate, just about bringing people over. I like the style that they have going with her. Like it all works. Oh, the Corinthian. Mm, he has a much, yes. He has a much bigger role in this. Um, and I again, I have three episodes to go, so I'm imagine we're going to be going to um that convention he's a part of because they've been teasing it so i'm excited for the convention i won't i'm i'm trying to be minimal on spoilers here yes man i'm looking forward to that convention if it's a real thing but he's way more involved and he has his little you know mouths for eyes he was only in a couple of issues but they've really expanded him yeah i don't i mean i can't speak to the comics but i mean he's clearly the main antagonist yeah i mean boyd holbrook who um Let's go with things I loved and things I hate. He was uh, one of the Reavers in Logan. He had a flippy little arm hand. Well, his fingers could go backwards. Cool for him. And then he was also in the Predator that I hate. Keeps on coming up the last couple of weeks. All right. Predator's just around. It's it's prevalent. The Predator. Terrible movie. He's the lead. He's like, don't take that kid's autism to make you evolve more. It's a bad movie. Yes. Uh, I mean, I like him as the Corinthian, and I like that the character's being expanded. I wish... For the most part, the show is like displayed a good chunk of money, but like sometimes they'll just cut away from stuff. Like, oh, there's an exploding body. If you just hear the noise, you saw one explode. You don't need to see two more no. explode. No, you don't need to see them. The convenience store guy. I have little 
toothy mouths for eyes. You don't need to see that. I, just, no. I, got, my yeah. eye, I got my sunglasses on. Yeah, that's what you're... Makes me think of um, that guy Boris from Men in Black 3. He had the weird eyes. Saw it once. Oh, time travel, jumping off a thing. Don't remember it's much. time jump when you do that. Not just time travel, he said time jump. Well, I sure as shit don't remember that. I like the episode with Constantine. Constantine? Yeah, that was sad. That was actually... Yeah, Constantine, Constantine. It was a, it was sad. Like I don't like that it was sad. With Jenna Coleman, an old Doctor yeah. Who companion, she's just in there saying fucks and shits and fucking shits. Mm. But I, I enjoyed that. I liked watching kind of that dynamic of what like because you all like like you kind of know from like the current DC TV slate like John Constantine going around and like and of course you think back like the myth of Constantine, Constantine, whomever. And like fighting like Dracula and other things. I love the, oh, by the way, the security guards in the first episode, that Dracula is going to get him. That was kind of funny. Uh, no, I liked that episode. I think the introduction introduction of Matthew. Oh, yeah. Um, Patton Oswalt. Boy, I wish there was someone else doing the voice. No, but I, I kind of like that companion partner that gives little bits of levity to I it. I like Matthew, like, but it's just, it's Patton Oswalt. I can't get around, like, I, every time he talks, all I see in my, like, brain is him in a booth. It also doesn't help that I'm watching the boys now, and he's voicing the gills of one of the characters in there. So I'm like, oh, I'm watching the salmon with my wife. Oh, she's asleep. I guess I'll throw on the boys. Oh, he's voicing some gills now. Hey, you know what? I can't get away from Patton Oswalt doing voices. Easy work if you can get it, man. Easy work if you can get it. Or he doesn't actually. If you told me I could make hundreds of thousands of dollars for talking for an hour, I would be, I would willingly do this show. But he's not doing a character. It's just him. So that's why I'm like, oh, God, yeah, there he is again. Mm. And to be fair, I enjoy him and I find him to be hilarious. But I'm I'm saying he's a potentially overused commodity. I could see that. It also doesn't help that it's just like, oh, yeah, there he is. Oh, he's Pip the Troll. And yeah, oh, God, stop, stop. Hey, stop being a ma- voice for everything. Hey, you know what? Good for him. If somebody told you, hey, go stand in front of this microphone for a couple of hours and make a lot of money for multiple things, you'd be like, yes, please. I hope people would be fatigued with me. That's how much work I would want to do. <laughs> people are fatigued from you from just this show. Like, oh God, will he shut the fuck up? Clearly not. But no, I like without spoiling everything and not getting too deeply into it. Like, I was I was curious as to like how I'd want to consume this. Went full binge mode. Watched five five episodes today, and we'll probably binge try and binge the rest of it tomorrow. Like, it's that's a lot. It is a lot. It is. There is some dense stuff. There is some slowness to it at times, but I like the the world building. I like the mythology of it. I like that we're gonna find more. You know, the endless, and now we're gonna kind of go from the acquisition of his trinkets to interactions with his other siblings. Yeah, the rest of the endless. So, I mean, I think I, this to me, in some ways, should be what a comic book adaptation to a TV show should be. You could take your time, explore the world. But drop it all at once and not do it like sometimes like I think this is well suited to be dropped at once as opposed to like weekly episodic because I think there would be a struggle to maintain you see, momentum I don't like with it, it because for the sake of the show, I was trying to burn through it as quick as I could. And I don't particularly enjoy that. Oh, you don't like that? No, I don't because we're doing it for the show and I've been trying to like we've had a little bit of time to do it. I didn't even finish it. But it felt like, oh, do we have a free minute? We got to put on the show so I can do it, to, so I can talk about. Well, it. I think so again, no, it goes, but like that. Uh, that falls back into like the manner of consumption. I think if it was, it, it would be a good weekly screaming at streaming if we only got it weekly. But I think also, in reality, I don't think you would consume it in a binge mode because, if, like, if it wasn't for the show, like I think you would still, you would morsel this out a little bit more. 
No, you but, know what I did last night? I said, fuck this show. I'm watching the finale of Better Call Saul. Well, no, I was about to ask you about that, too, by the way. Was it satisfying? Perfect. It ended on the note you wanted it to end on? It added extra notes. It added at least... Th- I, I knew one thing was very obvious of how it had to go down, but it added... Ooh, four. I can think of four. It added four notes extra that I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, okay. Well. And I don't want to spoil it because it just came out. Sometimes, um, like, when a TV show ends and, like, you get to that finale, you're like, huh? Well, you're like, okay, I'm at peace with this. It's a... They've ended this story three times now. They ended it with Breaking Bad. They ended it with El Camino. Now they've ended it with Better Call Saul. Like three separate endings, and I like all of them. Do you find and, yourself and at, that is hard to do? Do you find yourself at peace with it? Uh, I I wish there was more because it was just so good. But the the people that they brought back and kind of uh, the third act shift and even like that final scene. Yeah, I, I'm saying this very vaguely in case people are interested in it, but. Yeah, it was damn near next to perfect. And it's not like uh, Breaking... I mean, Breaking Bad ends with, like, a shit ton of, like, gunfire. So it, was, it wasn't it was that. It was just literally talking. Mm. But it's, it's so perfect. The episode hit so many notes. And there was, like, one really, like, heartbreaking runner that went throughout it. And you didn't know it was going to be a heartbreaker until uh, towards the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, hell, hell of a finale. Is that a finale that you would go back and watch again? I'll revisit it. I definitely will revisit it. I don't know when I'm going to revisit it because, you know, uh, content is endless at this point in time. But mm. I, I will absolutely, I, I will rewatch the show a few more times, you know, before right. before I punch my ticket. All right. Well, let's cycle back around to the main topic here, which is Sandman. I like it. I am excited to watch the rest of the series. I guess Neil Gaiman told, uh, I forget what his name is, and it right down uh, the main star, like, stop being Batman with all your lines, which I can totally see because... He's just down here. He's kind of quiet. Well, I mean, he's, he's a Sandman. He wants to be soothing. He wants to put you to sleep. I mean, in, in the Rock books, you away into the dreaming. He has kind of inverted uh, word balloons. It's a uh, black background with white text. Well, I mean, again, he's the Sandman. He's not loud. He's he's sleepy. He's lulling you into a world of dream and sleep. Have you seen The Matrix? I'm more of an emo bitch than Neo. Whoa. Morpheus? I wouldn't say There that. is a Morpheus in the Matrix, too. Just just saying. There is. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying the show, though. Like, it's... As with so many... In this one, I would strictly call an adaptation versus, like, oh, we're just, you know, cherry-picking ideas. This is an adaptation, and as most people would say with basically everything, you know, the comic's better, but... Because the, there are moments it hits. Like, when Morpheus goes to hell, and I know I've talked about it on the show before, like, just being like, uh, what would hell be if uh, they couldn't dream of heaven? Not, Those... not quite as good in the show as it is in the book, but whatever. I mean, there's there's a lot of great to I like I like that there. concept of the fight between Lucifer and the dream. Yeah. Or dream, or Morpheus, the dream. Hope. I just went... <laughs> that was a... It was my Paul McCartney impression. Hope. Oh, I was just going to have to hope for it, I guess. Hope for it. Yeah, I, I'm i excited to watch the next five episodes. I, I don't know. I know that you're not like, you're like, oh, I'm not enjoying it as much because I'm binging it. I feel like I could binge the rest of this. I just don't like binging because I feel like I have limited amount of time. And when it's like, when something like this comes out and you're like, oh shit, I need to like jump on it just so I can maybe avoid spoilers or yeah. whatever. I just, I, I'm not a fan of the concept of binging. I like the idea of spacing things out, so I'm just not, like, I I need to do this to not have it ruined. Mm. Not my, not I feel my like I'm, I've gotten adept at, like, avoiding, spo- like, I think you live in a different world than me, social network-wise, that, like, spoilers for this wouldn't pop up as much, or, like, I, I could go out looking for them. Yeah, maybe. They just, they kind of come across your, your bubble a little easier and quicker, but... 
No, totally recommend it, especially if you are a fan of the comics. It, you know, everything I've read about it seems like it's a good ap- adaptation. Kind of makes me want to read the comics. Oh, there's 75 of them. Uh, well, I'll read some of them. <laughs> All right, I'll move on from there to letters to the editors. All the questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can. How do you do that? Oh, easy. You this was email a setup us. for you. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. I think we've never done before. Send ye, send ye, send ye emails, ye old emails. Hear ye, hear ye, send me a mail e. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com if you want to get your questions asked this week. What do you got? What obscure characters like the Guardians of the Galaxy should join the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I also will admit I slightly altered this question. Okay. Because it said team, and I'm like, I want to do a team. All right, fine. Way to be a solo guy in a team world. Mm. What obscure Marvel characters do you think should join the MCU? You can answer first. There's nothing over there for you. Uh, Stop looking at the new shelf. It's a nice shelf. Well, I need to build one more. That used to be that used to actually be like a a table kind of. That was your wine rack. That was your wine box um, centerpiece that was on casters for a while, wasn't it? Uh, no, that's in pieces. Oh, was that a, something different that you built then? Same idea. Oh, okay. It, it was just an attractive idea. It's very easy and looks kind of nice. It is. I, maybe I will construct one for myself. You can. They're not difficult. You yeah. just got to sand it a bunch. Oh, well. A lot of sanding. So much sanding. All the sanding. Why are you so pointy? The sand man. I don't know. I can't speak with any kind of well, well, expertise. Well. This is where I defer to you. Um, if I were to see, again, this asked for a team, and I truly didn't care about the team aspect, so I skipped it and changed it to characters. If I were to see anyone who we haven't seen at this point, I mean, there's silly stuff that, I mean, maybe we'll see silly things in She-Hulk, apparently, like, because it's supposedly just like a half hour, like, legal show. But if I were to see just someone come in with an honest-to-God property behind them, that's where we're going for, like, you got something back in you. Devil Dinosaur. What? He's a red dinosaur. Who the hell is he? Well, he's, uh, he's a Jack Kirby creation for a series that lasted nine whole issues. Oh, wow. Yeah, nine whole issues. Uh, basically, he's a dinosaur that uh, was birthed next to a volcano, wow. and because he was so close to it, he turned red. Oh, like a burn. Like He had like some significant burning. Yeah. It's scalding of his body. So... Uh, We'll get into it. If there's, uh, there might be an animated show still in the works. I don't think it is. But he hooked up with this character, Moonboy, who was just this little monkey boy. Like he's a monkey? Like he's like a. Yeah, he's a little like ape a boy. Simeon? Yeah, he's an ape boy. I don't know if you could say ape boy. He speaks English and he's an ape boy. Oh, okay. Well, what do you want from me? Is he like Bat Boy from the National Enquirer? Kind of that, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we talk about how ridiculous that is? If you want to do an approximation, yes, he's Bat Boy, but Excellent. instead he's a little monkey. Okay. Um, but they start doing pre- Like, is he like a shoulder-perching monkey, or is he like- like? Oh, he rides him. He's like, hey, devil dinosaur, let's let's do prehistoric stuff together. But, like, in the end of the issues, um, like, Jack Kirby would write all these, like, here's some dinosaur facts. Like, aren't dinosaurs cool? And then the book wasn't doing very well, and clearly they didn't do very well because it got canned after nine Clearly issues. dinosaurs were not cool enough. But then he's like, hey, here's this red dinosaur. We're doing prehistoric stuff. Hmm, this isn't working. Fuck it. Aliens. <laughs> We're going to space. All right. <laughs> and then they just do space stuff. Dinosaur aliens in space. For a couple of issues. All right. And then it goes away. And then, I don't know, like 2014, 2015, uh, there was Moon Boy in Devil Dinosaur, and he was replaced by Moon Girl in Devil Dinosaur, who was um, a young, like, 
preteen African-American who's uh, supposedly the smartest person in the Marvel Universe, like Trump and like Reed Richards wow. and whatnot. But uh, Devil Dinosaur came and now he hangs out with her. Which, if there was going to be a show, like maybe, or a movie, maybe you could get like some flashbacks to Moon Boy, but it, there's no way in hell it wouldn't be done with the Moon Girl story, which, to be fair, lasted more than nine issues. So good for that series. <laughs> so doing better than the original. Yes. But if you're just saying, like, hey, what do you want at this point? It's like, we've seen a ton of superheroes. We're going to get a ton more, like, clearly, like, we got, like, X-Men and Fantastic Four and Blade and everything else that's coming up. But you were just like, oh, hey, also, here's a giant red dinosaur. Why? I don't know. He was next to a volcano. He just solves crimes and shit? Yes. I'll take that. Give me a big red dinosaur. Maybe it's in prehistoric times. Maybe he's in space. Maybe he's in the modern day. But I'll just take a big red dinosaur is my answer. Mm -hmm. All right. How's yours? I, I can't come up with any. I don't know. He I'm... said the Star Jammers. He's like, hey. Oh, yeah, Star Jammers. That's exactly what I was I was testing you. There it's like go. the Newlywed game, and my answer would have been Star Jammers. You wrote it down. We got a point for our team. There we go. <laughs> no one wants to see the Star Jammers. But there you go. Yes. Good, obscure character. Yes. All right. I'm I'm parched, so that's, All right. that's the end of the show. All right. If you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. A dollar a month gets you the day. The, the day. Gets you a day. Buys you a day. Dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, you can also get access to things behind the paywall. Guess what? Please pay attention. Our new day. We're moving back to Tuesdays. Yeah, that's back to Tuesdays. Coming up. Yes. So we're back on the. Is that official now or are we coming into that? I don't know. It depends on what happens after this. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned. We might be moving back to Tuesdays permanently. We'll be moving back next week at a bare minimum. Hey, maybe it was today. You don't know. Hey, you don't know. But you know what you do know? A dollar a month gets you the day. The, the day. It just gets oh you the day. Oh, my God. Mother bleeper. Uh, if you want to contact us, go editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Send us. Your questions, you can also rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, and you're on social media. Yeah, and hey, just an added bonus, if you do sign up for our Patreon, it's an ad-free feed. Oh, no ad- wait, wait, we have ads? No, we don't, but we can s still say that it's an ad-free feed. But this is also currently an ad-free- Shut up! Son of a bi Unless there's advertising revenue that's coming in that you haven't told me about, you two-timing <laughs> flop- it just makes it sound better. Ad free over on oh, yeah, Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Patreon it up and you get this show ad free. Wink. <laughs> um, not a lie. Yeah, not a lie either. Uh, you're on uh, Twitter at Editors No Comics. Yeah. A bunch of accounts have started following me with no subscribers that have a similar profile pics, so I think they're all fake. What What the hell is going on? Is it on? the egg still? Do you remember the egg? No, I don't believe any of my... Like, I've just been like picking up random new followers over the last week. I'm like looking at their profiles like no oh, this shit looks real yeah who's catfishing me all right all right and uh you're there too yes at junior rich you falling for their bullshit i don't get random followers oh i ain't falling for oh, there bullshit. you go yeah see uh we'll be next we'll be back next week Ooh, now who's going upwards to dive into a law practice oh she hulk ally mcbeal oh okay i could yeah some ally mcbeal let's yeah. go Remember those? Like, I do remember Ally uh, McBeal. Her sniffing Robert Downey Jr.'s butt as a child, like a dog or something. I don't recall that at all, and so I'm all upset that you that brought show. this to my attention. And that CGI baby. All right, well, this and is the point the where actually this is where I'm going to go. Hey, we'll see you next week. I'm going to cut you off this time. <laughs> that's what I remember about Ally McBeal. Oh my god. Bye. -bye.